What's up, podcast listeners? You are listening to Mom and Dad Are Stoned, a podcast for responsible cannabis users. I'm the Stoner Mom from thestonermom.com, a.k.a. Catherine. And I'm joined, as always, by my wonderful husband, who I love, David. Hello, I'm David. <laughs> Blavid, who I love, Blavid. <laughs> You're blathering, buddy. That's fine. I'm really George Blefferson, is who I really am. So anyway, how was your week? Oh, my, it's Monday, so it just started. It's great. <laughs> I had a great weekend, man. I got bicycles. Everybody in this house has a bicycle but me. Now. We, we too don't have bicycles. I'm going to get a bicycle. A bicicleta. You need one of those ones with a giant one wheel. A unicycle? No, like it has two wheels. Oh, the old timey kind? You. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll get it. How does that structurally or, like, make sense? I don't know. Like, you needed a ladder to get on it. You're really going to be that up high? Like, Yeah, first of all, it's in a time when the streets are cobblestone and filled with crap and dead bodies. And they're like, nice day to go for a whatever. Giant unicycle ride. (laughs) Help me with this ladder. Get upon my... How do you get off of it, too? Anyway, those bikes are dumb. So we got bicycles. We went to a grow house today called Alpenstash. We went to a grow place, grow house, I guess. Grow facility today. Um, That's like all organic and very um, thoughtful and intentional about what they are growing. And it was so fun and Mm -hmm. interesting. And um, we had to wear spacesuits. Oh my God, you guys, we had to wear, I had to put on a onesie. Yeah, it was like a hazard. We had to put on matching. Hazmat onesies. Yeah, made out of paper. You got me wearing this and a hairnet. Yeah, I was wearing a hairnet too. I had no idea we had to do that. I'm glad I didn't know that beforehand because there's no way you would have done that. But we did it, and it was <laughs> it was awesome. And we were clomping around in our spacesuits. I was kind of glad I was in it, to be honest. Yeah, me too. Um, um, it was great though. We saw like all pro- all stages of weed growth. You know, though the thing that would really shocked me was that place wasn't that's such a boutique place it was didn't have like a warehouse full of weed you know what i mean yeah they're like crafting it like yeah you know whatever yeah um beautiful it was cool it was super fun anyway we did that now we're home now we're home and um what it's our monday Mm -hmm. we don't have kids in the house yep that's right so that's why we did that today and we just had a stoner mom meeting it was fun and a lot of exciting things on the horizon coming at you coming at you that'll be fun two and two two and two we'll be back two and two And we're back. Media time. Media, 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 media time. We've been busy and we have not watched our usual stories together. Um, I'm sorry, Rebecca. It's okay. We've also been like following local crime closely. Mm. A local crime. Um, so we haven't like watched television really. Um, but... 
there is a podcast that I don't really have ever given a shout out to, and I love it so much, and maybe some of you will like it too, and it's called The Mental Illness Happy Hour, and it's, um... It's really good. It's pretty, pretty decent. Um, I don't know anybody's name, it's just the one dude, he usually interviews somebody, and it's just about everybody's fucking mental illnesses that we all freaking have, and... It's very honest and um, yeah. about the disease of like, you know, depression and um, childhood trauma and stuff like that. And so it's fascinating to me. What, what was the latest it. one about? Um, the latest one I was very interested in was um, called something about like sex abuse victims as adults. And like different ways. Um, uh, I don't know. You can make yourself feel safe in your grown up world, basically. He has a lot of. One thing that I like is he has these surveys like on his website. Um, and he reads those in every episode. And so it's just anonymous submissions from people about describing their mental illness and just usually just a snapshot of like what it is like and it's um always really really good it's very yeah. good and you can read those on his website i don't know if you can i don't know if it's his website. Oh, okay. <laughs> but i know that that's where he gets them oh okay because people pull them out and so he reads nice. them at the beginning and he's a funny guy that's all you know you know what else um we watched better call saul do you remember no in Better Call Saul, Saul is now going down the slippery, whatever, slipping Jimmy. Because remember, he went to the guitar shop to get his, like, they were filming a commercial. Right. And they were giving him a hard time about the, hey, we're well, charging us. The Dumb People Town. Yeah, the Dumb People Town dudes were on there. The guys in the guitar shop host the podcast, Dumb People Town. Yeah. They're and brothers. They are. And they were on there. And remember, he throws, like, a... Yeah. Drumstick, and he, he slips on it and it fucks his back up hard. Um, is that when I end it? No. He, Did we see his injury? He, his back hurts like crazy, and mm. uh, Kim came in to his office. Yep. Um, and we also learned that Chuck, his crazy-ass brother, is seeing a therapist to try to get over his mental illness. He recognizes that, that he's mentally ill. Yeah. And then Jimmy used his waist to get out of his work detail and get his friend, the drug dealer, out of the work detail if he paid him 500 bucks while they were on the work details. Oh, also, what's his face, Nacho? Yeah, Nacho. He's trying to poison... Uh, Hector. 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 Um, Oh, that's another thing. Um, In Fresh Air, Terry Gross interviews... Giancarlo Esposito. And um, he's a great interview. He's, he's nice to go on with Garfield. <laughs> His voice, he's got a crystal clear, beautiful man voice. Oh, he does. And um, he has to... Never mind, whatever. Anyway, mm. hi. It's good. Anyway, that I is good. I don't know what we're talking about. I just got really tired. It's and okay. this is an indica. Isn't that what he said? Yeah. And I just got a big wave of... Bro. Well, anyway, you know what? That's I think that... Pretty much sums up media time. So let's move on. Bye. Media time. The language of numbers. Numbers. Numbers.
Um, okay, hey. Hey. What are we talking about today? Today, oh, don't read that. That's not real. <laughs> oh, all this stuff? There, now it's real. Oh, I gotta refresh it. Oh, dang. What's up, guys? Hey, what's up? Today we're talking about summer. Summer, Let's talk about our summers. Okay. Hi guys, it's the summertime episode. We're going to talk about summer and all the things we want to do in the summer. Oh my god, I love summer. All the summer. different clothes that we wear and the different places that we go and the different ways we honor our country. And <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Or not. Yeah. We don't, we're not going to have a good No, but we do, watch, we do watch fireworks off of our balcony. Oh man, that's the best. We live off of, our subdivision is off of like this. Oh, that's my dabbing thing, you guys. Yeah, that. Um, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. So. Our subdivision um, is butt up to a. Butts up to like a city park. So that's where they do the um, fireworks during 4th of July, for Christmas, for the first, for the, for New Year's. And so we get a great view from our bed. Legit. Remember when we were laying in our bed watching them? That oh my god, yeah. And every year they start off the same way with the um, parachuters come down and they kind of circle around. And you wait and you wait and you're waiting. And you're sitting in your backyard in the darkness and you can see the parachuters like going over your town. It's funny. Mm -hmm. Forever. This year we have all four kids for the 4th of July. Dang. That'll be fun. So we do things in the summer times and we're parents. So yeah, it can be challenging, um, you know, just as a normal parent when your kids are not challenging, but just, you know, throws a monkey wrench. Like, I don't know how people with actual, like, jobs, you know, do it. Yeah. Like, they're just home. They're just home. <laughs> they're you just better home. figure it out. And you better figure it out and put your work and your life on, okay. on hold. Okay, so today we are giving you 10 tips, count them. 10. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 10. For surviving summers as a stoner parent. Survive it. Survive it. Okay, well, what's what number I mean? one? Well, <clears throat> because kids are home and also it's hot and sweat. Yeah. Let's just talk they, about being a stoner in the summer, man. And they need to, <laughs> they need to be entertained. They, kids have to be entertained so you can do your medication without... Crying eyes and curious questions. Yes. So and what do you do? We're going to start with number one. What is it? What is it? Do you want me to read them? Uh, yeah. I'll read them. Right, number one is evaluate your stoner schedule. I always say that first because I think of it as taxes. Like tax day, you like check certain shit around your house, like your um fire alarms and everything and everyone just remembers to do that because around tax day yeah oh i didn't know that if there's anything that you do once a year it's like change your batteries and all of the smoke alarms mm -hmm. you do it around ta tax day because it's a date everybody knows you know what i mean i do that makes sense so anyway i like to think of seasonal shifts as a time to reevaluate your stoner setup I'm one of those weird people that I like rearrange my furniture every 
five I, minutes. I like that you switch the furniture around a lot. Why? Because it's fun. It's like diff- like I take different ways to work every now and then. Yeah. It just. Uh... I think it's important. You gotta switch things up. So what do I mean by evaluate? That's always my first uh, tip in one of these like lists. countdowns, lists, or whatever. Um, so check out your stoner schedule because you might need to adjust it based on the fact that there are kids in the house. So like perhaps you wake up before them and do your big, huge medication sesh um, or say they have like camp or some other, you know, different schedule. Anyway, it's just good to be intentional about what frame work as far as time frame, right? You should be um, thinking about medicating. Obviously, it doesn't make sense to medicate all the time when, like, say I have to drive the kids to the soccer practice or whatever the hell. I don't like there is soccer summer, is there? Anyway, whatever. Am I talking too much? I think there might be soccer in the summer, like summer camps of oh, soccer. Oh, soccer camp. Yeah. Yeah, um, and days get longer also, and so your kids end up staying up or your kids end up staying up later, and you end up staying up later. You eat dinner later. You eat dinner later. Um, yeah, so. Adjust that schedule and figure out where smoking marijuana comes in to play. Yeah, I really like to change our schedule based on where the fucking sun is in the sky. Yeah, <laughs> I know? think that's good. Um, and I'm fortunate the kids, my kids have always been good sleepers, just a little needy. But um, anyway, that's all. That's okay. They're kids. Number two. Evaluate security. Okay, you go. Evaluate security, especially if you work outside of the home or if children are alone at the house for any period of time. Right? Right. I don't have that. No. But I was like, God, if you have like... If you have like a... Kids of a certain age range, I guess that's a very like... That's a thing that happens. I can't even imagine. I can't put myself there yet. I can't imagine there's going to be a day when I can leave all of them alone in the house. What? How old do they have to be? How old does the youngest have to be? You mean assuming they're all here at once? Yeah. Um, I feel like that's somehow more dangerous. I think the youngest has to be 10. So then it would be 10, 12. 15 and 15. No. No. You know. (laughs) 16, maybe. Let's talk about the oldest then. Well, you know what, though? Because our our boy, David's son, my stepson, he's a a mature boy and holding down the house and stuff. I don't think he's able to take care of other people, though. Yeah, but I think he could um, get help immediately. Yeah. First, always. I think you're right. He's, like, not a dummy and wouldn't panic and would be empathic to the person in distress. I think you're right. And he knows how to use a phone. And he knows how to step up and be the big brother. He does. He does that. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah. Well, we're talking about security. That's true. Check out. So, yeah, if you do, here's the other thing. Say you are working outside of the home. And your kids are of a certain age. I guess those are the circumstances that yeah. all of these stash things are created for. Because your teenager wants to smoke your weed. 
and that's against the law and you don't want them breaking the law in your own house when you're not there or when you're there either but Anyway, especially especially, especially without, without there, your knowledge. Without your knowledge, right? Um, yeah. So you're going to have to put them like, those popo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he was doing. Can you take him to jail take for one job. night? Or two. <laughs> or two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God, I would not. <laughs> Ever. I would not. But don't tell him that, that I wouldn't. Um, anyway. Um, so yeah, if you're out of the home, plan for them being in the home or whatever. And then just in general, if, even if they're younger, they still are in the house more often. So maybe you're outside enjoying a nice, beautiful day for a longer periods of time, just sitting in your balcony or deck or backyard or porch or whatever. And they're in the house looking like it's Christmas. They're looking for secret gifts. They're looking to ingest yeah, that's what they're looking, <laughs> that's for, what they're looking for. That's what every kid has in their life always. How can I ingest marijuana or marijuana products? How can I confuse right <laughs> marijuana for candy? Yes, this looks just like disgusting this candy. This disgusting hunk of chocolate <laughs> that has like imprints in it is... Candy. That's candy. That's so good. It's delicious. Some okay. edibles are good. Um, okay. Anyway, what's number three? Create a stoner haven indoors and outdoors. I'm doing that. This what do you mean? I mean, I'm re. I'm going to set up a little space in my backyard for oh. me. Well, first of all, I don't know. I just feel like I underutilize my wonderful big yard and it's just really the best place to smoke weed when you can and here in Colorado it's not you can't do that all the time like all year round you know right so I'm sorry I'm a little congested you guys oh you sound great I think um (laughs) remember when we used to live in that apartment we would go out on that weird balcony like in those freezing cold yeah and wear boots yeah because like every time I like tried to have weed like in the apartment and blow it out the window, it did not work. Nope. Like, I would be in the room and th- think that it works, but then I'd go into another room and be like, oh, it just all blew into the fucking living room. Yeah. <laughs> so, fix that. Anyway, I, that was before we knew anything about spoofies or whatever the other one is called. Anyway, anything like that. Someone told me once to use a toilet paper roll and a fabric softener. Ooh, that sounds like a good idea. And a rubber band. But anyway, my house is already very um, cannabis friendly. So it's already a stoner haven on the inside because I can just smoke weed wherever I want. Yeah. Um, but in the back. You're going to do a little something, huh? Yeah. I have like this back deck. So I think here's the deal like, your kids are in the yard more in the summer. Right? Mm-hmm. And usually that means you're in the yard more in the yeah. summer because you have to kind of supervise. And like, I have like this deck that's kind of up high, and my kids are like a full story below, you know? Yeah. I have a very uh, good backyard for smoking weed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I gotta yeah. take advantage of it, man. You know what else I was thinking? The front porch. Remember when we looked at the house? They had those blinds that would come down on the porch. Yes. We need to get those again. Those were awesome. 
They took those off. Yeah, we need to get those again. We're talking about an awning. Yeah, in the front of the house because we have a nice little walkway. And it's shielded pretty good by a giant tree, but not all the way. You could sit there and smoke pot and not be completely discernible. Yeah. Um, but it still poses the risk of social interaction. Totally. Which for me is a big deal. That's why I think putting those awnings up would limit that. Because right now, sometimes I'm afraid to go in our front yard. But if we could hide behind fabric the whole time. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Even to turn on the hose to water the front yard, I'm petrified. I know, because I've got annoying-ass neighbors. Yep. First of all, I have one more thing. Okay. What's your idea of an outdoor stoner haven? The Blavid, my love. Love of my life, Blavid. Mine is the lanai. Because I feel like it's yes. screened in. I fix the doors so they close. I think if we just got some cushions on our chairs out there. I think you need to probably do like a bug bomb or something for yeah, your life. Yeah, I can do that. Them. Yeah, I can do that. I'll get a bug bomb. And then it needs to be like, like a Like a fogger, out. like a defogger kind of thing. Yeah, but nothing that will kill the dog or anything. Well, everybody will have to be inside when I... Did we already complain about how much Max weighed in our last episode? Oh. <laughs> I don't remember, but let's do it again anyway. Oh my God, he weighs so much. He weighs so much. He weighs five pounds more than last year when he was already overweight. How much does Max weigh? Damn. Drum roll, please. <laughs> 119 pounds. 119.5 pounds. Oh my god, that's too much. That's a woman. That's a woman. That's a full grown woman. Full grown adult woman is what he is. Yeah. He should not weigh that much. It's too much. And we walk in. We what really. Bad, but I'm, he's getting old, the poor guy. Yeah, they said his metabolism is slowing down. But I'm like, I just don't get it because he runs back and forth in the backyard like it. Anyway, who cares? Okay, number four. Load, load your bong. Change your, your water chamber. And, and load your bong full of ice when you're doing big bong rips. Use that ice, man. So anyway, the point of number four is like, um, take special care to use a lot of water and take care of your stuff in the summertime. <laughs> God, okay. Um, how about number five? Stock the house with plenty of fresh fruit and vegetables for from munchies instead of just cramming what Cheetos Cheetos down your gullet. Here's the deal. Um, this is the seasonal time for all of that food anyway. Right. So get it and then um, consume it. It's so nice in the summer because it's hot and there's tons of like water and all that shit and you know it's just very hydrating. And I love fruit and veggies, and I do get asked, I, and I'm sorry that I never have a good answer for this, but I get asked about munchies and, like, controlling them or whatever. And I usually say I don't get munchies anymore because I'm hard for stoner. <laughs> and I, I really don't. Um, but if we did, like, a crazy edible or something, I might get hungry. And anyway, if you have fresh fruit right there, especially and ready to go that is a very delicious munchy snack and good for you too yeah or at least you're not filled with like guilt and self-hatred after <laughs> you're high right yeah. am i right because you ate an entire box of cereal i the boxes of cereal i would eat in the early days of my stonage like when i knew you that i wasn't like with you you mean 
<laughs> Spiritually. Anyway, I would eat a lot of cereal. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Okay, moving on. Fire plus bare skin don't mix. <laughs> Be aware of mixing blunts and dabs with bikinis and grunts. <laughs> okay, I set myself on fire all the time with clothes on. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so that's true. So be careful. Don't be wearing all of that stuff and then. You mean expecting or not? Expecting not, not to get you know singed a bowl like somehow dumped on your lap and it crashes burned <laughs> on your silky beautiful like, brown thighs oh my god if you dab jesus be careful you don't want that mess anywhere on you, your skin no because it'll leave a mark you go to the hospital well you might <laughs> i don't know about that but you definitely do you might. think this is a stupid tip no i think it's a very i think it's a good good one because you're right i mean <laughs> If you're like smoking and then suddenly you're wearing 80% less clothing, I mean, it's like, oh, if that falls on my lap, I can't just brush it off. You're brushing like. You're brushing it into your skin. You're brushing it into your beautiful skin. Blah, 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 yeah. blah. Blah. <laughs> that might make it hotter, though. Okay, stand up. That's it. Stand, stand up, up and brush down. Stand. No, don't brush at all. Stand up. And blow down. Stand up and hop from butt to foot. <laughs> yes. Or just jump. <laughs> On your toes, like you know, bounce up and down, like you're jumping rope. Okay. Number seven. I'm about to do another dab. Okay. You guys, this is quality information here. Okay, numbers. Can I read the next one? Number seven is. What do you think about this one, my love? I love this one. Start a weekly outdoor nighttime stoner sesh routine. Yeah. With your husband who you love more than anything okay oh sorry that you were just talking to me with anybody with anyone but do a summary or, we used to do that can we do it again can we do it tonight i don't know you really gotta make it bug free okay look i'll run well, to the and store and get a bug bomb to to, well, if you use a bug bomb you can't go out there tonight oh it takes a day even though it's outside I outdoors don't, I don't i'm gonna look Okay, well, I like that. So that would be hanging out outside, right? Smoking some weed, talking about stuff. In the summertime, listening to that song. That's right. Number eight, try a summer cocktail with a special attitude. Now, why do I sing this? Because, first of all, my favorite drink is. Okay, my favorite um, summer uh, cocktail is a Pimm's Cup. Very yummy, super refreshing. It's like, what is it? Pims, ginger ale, cucumber. Cucumber, sometimes mint. Um, super yummy. And um, Jax came home with that stuff. Not came home. Jax came over with that stuff. The bitters. And we added it to our... So tell them what the stuff was. Because I didn't look at it. So it's some kind of... Okay, so Jax brought over this THC-infused bitters. Bitters, so we just squirted some know. in your drink and mixed it up. Did it, it have an effect good. on you? Yeah, I don't know because we're always like smoking tons of weed, but there you go. We have but it. we were very high. So I assume yes, it had a hmm. substantial effect. I definitely felt like it had an effect. It's called Zoots Lemon Bitters with THC. Anyway, there you go. Delicious. Get your summer guests messed up with yeah. that. Yeah. 
<laughs> messed up. Um, number nine. Number nine. Bring it outside. Water parks, swimming, block parties, hiking, outdoor shopping, gardening, dog walking. Get high and go outside. Go do, do stuff. Go to the park. Go to the park. Get a shot. Man, it's so nice to be high and be outside. Yeah. Go bike riding, which you can do now because your bike is ready to go. Yes. See? I mean, I had to start biking with my girls. They yeah. get bikes. I got a train on Lizzie, though, like this week because she, she needs some confidence with her biking. A little sweet pea. So we're not leaving our court. Good. That's wise. Um, so the whole, like, going to the park thing. No, wait and see. Anyway, whatever. Um, okay. Go swimming high. Oh, my God. Go socialize with your awful neighbors high. No. <laughs> yes, go do that. What do you think going to happen? It's not like you're drunk. Yeah, you're not going to punch anybody in the face. No, exactly. You're going to like be like, wow, blah, blah, blah. My actual concern was that like you might be like, oh, hey, nice. you're so friendly. And then you see them when you're not high, and you're like, fuck. And they're like, hey, man. Yeah, and you're like, why did I talk to you? Does your dog want to blow Baba? <laughs> <laughs> Can I pet your doggy, your puppy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, anyway. He's, he's a weird-looking 119-pound walrus. Yeah. He cannot blow bubbles. He doesn't like bubbles. <laughs> Does he want to eat cake? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Man. Okay. So we can't have any of that in there. Have a, okay, number 10 and number 10. And number 10. Have a plan for holiday vacations. Tolerance vacations. breaks. Yeah. Switching so, edibles. If you're going on vacation, there's that thought. There's got to figure out, am I bringing weed? And you most likely are not. And so... Um, I mean, here's another thing. Are you growing weed? What are you going to do? That's right. What did you do? I just decided not to grow weed. And we're only gone for a bit. Can yeah. Come back? Yeah, I'll, I'll start when we get. It's not. It's still not too late. Yeah. But anyway, if you view a holiday with a perspective of oh god, I'm already gonna be a little piece of getting weed. That whole week, um, you know, that'll affect your time. You'll have. Yeah. Time will slow and down. No one's gonna like enjoy being with you at that time. So. So I like to take control of it and say, oh, no, I'm having a tolerance break yeah. from this date to this date. Um, and I'm going to prepare for it mentally by calling it that and saying that it's something I'm doing. And what's the sweet reward? When you get home. You get super duper high. You get so hot. It's so awesome. So, like, plan something cool. And even if that's just, like, staying at home and watching something awesome. That's fine. You're gonna have the greatest time. It's gonna be nice when you get to go back. Yep. Um, but so another, if you are like planning on curing stuff, sometimes um, switching to like edibles really is the best option for you because it's so, you know, it's very travel friendly. Yeah. Those edibles are. Yeah, and they work. And they work. They super work, and you're not roaming around the countryside with. Bags of marijuana. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. Well, that's that's your top ten list.
What's going on in Days Grove? I wish I had a deep, awesome voice. Like, like deep, Winston yeah, Churchill? I have a good um, male opera. What is, what is the rage that I do as a male opera star? You're an, you're an alto. Okay, well, that's nice. But I can't be a... Baritone. I can't go low at all. Yeah, nobody can. I mean, even though I, I mean I have a fairly low voice as a woman. Well, you can fake it low. I can't fake it low, but I do naturally. There, that's normal. My voice, you guys, is nuts. I love your voice. I think it's a very sweet. Mm-hmm. First of all, you don't ever talk that way, <laughs> and you don't ever do that. Okay, <laughs> anyway. <a> baby. Hangy girl. Bye Gross. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, so let's get back to this. Don't talk about your baby. Okay? <laughs> um, hey, Dave, what's going on in your grow? Well, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> um, I'm just, you know what? I'm trying to cut down some plants because we're about to go on vacation and yes. I need to get, I'm trying to, it's the tricky time where I need to, I need to get them all cut down within a week and hung up because I think my, my strategy is going to be Cut them all down at the last minute, yeah. Um, and then hang them all upside down while we're gone. And then when I come back, they should be dried, and then I could put them in jars for carrying. Got it. That's my plan. That's my strategy. I like it. So right now I've got a, one plant hanging upside down, and based on how long it's taken it to dry, which yeah. I showed you today, yes. So I have one hanging upside down right now, and it's critical. No, it's white rhino, which we saw today. I showed it to you. Hopefully that'll be dry soon. I can put those in jars, and then um, then I'm done. I'm done. Done. Dunsky. Dunzo. And then I think what I'm going to do next is we went to the grow place today. Yeah. Alpenstash. Yes. And I am going to get some seeds from that dude. Yeah. And I'm going to grow those motherfuckers in my other place. Right. And. He said he wanted see. They're not feminized seeds. They're like anything goes. Anyway, I'm gonna so I'm gonna get some seeds, and I made a deal with a fellow grower. And the deal is, I'm gonna load it up, grow them up, and he gets to keep all the boy plants. Because he's gonna. Because he needs that sweet, sweet boy he, juice. He needs the sweet boy juice so he can make more strains. Because mm-hmm. this dude's like a botanist, geneticist. That's right. Not me. I'm just a farm hand for your wife you're medicating for my beautiful your wife. Yeah, who i love more than anything um so that's what's going on really i mean i got not a whole lot going on bye hey we're back no, I don't think it was stupid at all. Was it boring? Nope. What did it say? No, it didn't say. It's all positive and good and happy and wonderful. Do you know why I'm talking like this? Because your nose is all stuffed up. Because I'm adjusting my pills. Yeah. David and I are combating my... Mental illness. My mental <laughs> illness. We're trying to change how we treat it into a way we want to treat it. Yeah, it doesn't treat you. It, so we lost. treat it. And um, the same amount of well-being. Yeah, and uh, the same amount, of, and using 
marijuana proactively with intention to counteract um, yeah the effects of less dosage yeah so I um, my, I went to my doctor and she I told her you know I've just been so even keel for like a year uh, years now kind of since I've been with you and in this house and stuff um, and so I would like to try to taper off and she was totally for it so we decided to do the Zoloft because my big fear is depression. Um, like I feel like I can handle anxiety pretty easily. I just kind of power through and that's how you do your grown up life basically. Like you're filled with anxiety and you fucking hate it but you have to do it anyway. Right. Whereas depression, and I know that's really, for me that's how anxiety is. Even like, like um, when I have it really bad, like if my heart is racing or my breath is like fast it's still not like a full-on panic attack like some people have right. like really crippling anxiety and i don't really have that um but i do have depression and plus i think it's all you know they think it's all linked and everything the two um and i don't know why but like dropping zoloft which is for my anxiety has like made me depressed yeah and um i don't like it and it's been since uh, Friday, and it's Monday. And um, I'm very fortunate that my kids are not here during that time. Because I feel like it will just get kind of better now. Not better, but I mean, it will get better. And tomorrow will be... Because you're adjusting to the yeah, dosage. so tomorrow will be less yucky than today. Right. You but know, but we decided that the key is to take those pills religiously. Every single day, that lower dosage, and... Um, get over this hump, train my body to Retrain be okay your mind. with, yeah, that smaller amount. And we only, I mean, we only took it down a little bit. But anyway, this is the type of stuff that, like, you look up going off it, or, you know, if you just, like, suddenly stop taking it. And, like, that's when people kill themselves, yeah. you know? It's like there's a high, high suicide risk um, if you just stop. So... You definitely, and man, I'm the type of person that's like, I can take anything on strong my bowl. Everybody knows my tolerance is crazy. Um, but I don't fuck around with that because holy shit, like how bad I can feel just when I'm depressed. I can absolutely believe I yeah. could be in some manic state. And yeah. Well, we're not going to. We're not going to test that. No. We're going to take these pills every day instead of like, nah, we're going to do it. It's nice also to share this responsibility with my husband. Sure. Yeah. You know, it's not. We talk about it. Him. We talk about it. But it's on both of us. Yeah. Like I talked to him. He took me to my, my appointment. Yeah. Um, and he also tells me to uh, smoke weed when I've been depressed these last few days. Um, and, oh, let's talk about the medication avoidance. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know how common this is with people who have anxiety and depression, like, diagnosed or whatever. But I have always, always um, tried to not take my pills, like, subconsciously, unconsciously, you know, passive-aggressively to whoever's trying to make me take them. And I know that people do that. You're wily too when it comes. But I really do that, and it's like, 
don't get it. Anyway. I mean, even right down to, like, smoking marijuana. So now, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Now that I'm feeling this depression from coming down off of Zoloft, or dropping it, um... You're suddenly like, oh. I'm suddenly not compelled to smoke pot at all. It's like I'm so depressed I don't want to like, you know, I'm the type of person when I'm depressed, I just will sit and be silent, not move, and not speak, and that's it. Um, I think because I can like do that in and out of situations really easily, that's why that's my go-to. Agreed. We're gonna get you one of those pill. We're gonna get you one of those pill cases, like that are every day of the week. Yeah. We really need to get one. Yeah, maybe we should get one. Maybe that's a great idea. Can we do that? So anyway, isn't that funny that I've so I've been like actively trying to avoid smoking pot, like unconsciously. It's weird. And David will be there, and, like you still haven't smoked, and like the bombs right in front of me. And I just won't take it up. But it's like if I take like. Like, like one great dab hit, or just like a bunch of my power chips off the bomb. Like, you feel okay. You feel I relief. Just feel yeah, and it's I, I really I like it a lot. Well, how are you feeling right now? I'm feeling okay. I feel yeah. I'm feeling like I've been going all day. Yeah, you I'm have been. been on stage. There's been a lot going on today, which I don't like. So I'd like to be able to shut down. I think after this, it's shut down time, right? <laughs> Well, work. I'm sick. What are we gonna have for dinner? I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, okay, that's that. Well, that's my experience with that. Yay. Sorry, but you're doing better, Thank and you. I and I really think that you're trying. And we both decided that we're gonna stick with it. It's gonna get better. Because the ultimate goal is to be off all of it. Because it's like we see how bad it is to come off of something. It really makes. Why am I on this in the first place then? And I'm not saying that like this is bad for people because it's clearly not. Like I've relied on these drugs, you know. Right. For years now. But we make decisions at a different stage in our life to take something and not don't really think about the long term ramifications. You know? Yeah. When I was reeling from postpartum depression, I just was ecstatic to be given permission by a doctor to take the drugs and so um i wasn't thinking of being addicted right you know okay what are we talking about next week um next week i don't have a clue honey um next week we are talking about well, next week's gonna be good what is it it's the best strains Mark your calendars. Every situation you can think of. Getting in a fight with your wife. Stealing money from a bank. Um, running in a marathon. Underwater diving. Deep sea diving. Everything. All of them. It's going to be a long episode. It's going to be fun. Because <laughs> there's a lot of ground to cover. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Can I close it out? Please. Well, thank you for bearing. Thank you for listening to my stuffed up lips. All right, guys. Mom and Dad are Stoked is made by us, David and Catherine. You can learn more about us at www.thestonermom.com. 
Follow David on Instagram at CO Weed Grower. Follow me everywhere at Instagram. I hope that you guys next week. Hopefully with a clear nostrils. It will be clear. With clear nostrils. Clear. We're going to go clear next week. Going clear. Next week we're Scientologists. We've finally spent... Enough money. One billion dollars. To reach the upper echelon. So now we're clear, okay? All right, my nostrils will be clear. Until then, be safe, be responsible, always be kind. Let's go eat every day. Get rid of those things. And do that as well. With your marijuana consumption.